This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Thursday, July the 14th, 2022. Thank you so much for tuning in. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that gives you everything in the world of professional wrestling. We scour all the wrestling websites and social media platforms to give you a comprehensive detail of everything that's happening in the world of professional wrestling in your favorite promotion. Headlines is a free podcast. It's available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump into the headlines. Starting over at E-Wrestling News, Shawn Michaels reveals how seriously he takes his WWE NXT 2.0 coaching role. Ryan Clark is writing at this hour, During Wednesday's episode of WWE's The Bump, WWE Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels comment on his coaching work in WWE NXT 2.0 and how seriously he takes his role. Now, on his coaching role in NXT, Michaels would go on to say, and I quote, It's so much more meaningful to me outside of the ring. Again, I have a great deal of joy in performing in my day, but working with these young men and women, I guess the biggest thing is to appreciate and understand that they have so much trust in you, and I don't want to mess that up. I get emotional because when they come in here, they're just not hungry. They want to get their way to WrestleMania. I want to take their trust, and I take it incredibly seriously. I don't want to betray them. I love coming here to work, and it's not hard for me to come to work and do my job. Now, as far as how seriously he takes his role, he says, I'm thankful that I have a family that understands that I have to share 
share my time with the love of what I do, which is an NXT. The thing is, all the men and women who come through this place, they're already, they're already willing to make the sacrifices, willing again to do whatever it takes to give them the best. I'm humbled, and honestly, I will always take that so incredibly serious. What I want for them, I want them to leave here, to have their great experience, and to go on to do something even more. You know what? I could not be more pleased, and that's what I hope we're able to accomplish here. Now, also, Michael's comments on so many other things when it comes to NXT. If you'd like to read everything he has to say, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Ryan Clark is also writing at this hour, Peter Avalon provides an update on his status within AEW. After AEW star Peter Avalon was a recent guest on Inside with Chris Van Vliet podcast to discuss his current status with All Elite Wrestling, the guy behind the library gimmick had so much to say. Now, on still being a part of AEW, he would go on to say this, you can see me and Ryan Nemeth and the rest of the wingmen. Cesar Bononi and JD Drake. We are usually main eventing dark. How weird it is to be out there in a place where we're all at. We're not the high flyers and we're not all on the advertising. Hell, it's not even a post of us pictures on there very often. But it's funny that we remain in most of the events on dark. And we are now 0 in 672 in the dark order and they're our best friends. We're really doing everything to boost each other's teams. Now, Avalon would also go on to say on trying to break into the acting world while still being in AEW. He says, I'm trying to do more and more. I just got myself a little commercial agent and I'm working on getting myself more work with my agents. I just did a film and a music video with Jacob Storios. He's a very talented young man and he's big on TikTok. He's got millions of followers. I'm just trying to stay busy with all this and still continue to wrestle. I'm still with AEW, booking, writing, and appearing on Championship Wrestling, which we do at the Improv as well. I also do GCW shows with my main, Ray Rosa, and Prestige Wrestling. I also do stuff with Epic wrestling that's coming up as well. There's so many things that I'm doing. I'm still very busy and I'm still having fun. Now on the faction when he started taking more indie bookings, when did that happen? It means that I'm still here. I'm doing more things in my life than just Dynamite and Rampage. I've been in Dynamite since day one, but they're doing other things, so I'm going to do my own thing as well. Now, on Tony Khan allowing him to take outside bookings, he would go on to say, it's beautiful for Tony to let me expand my horizons while still able to be working with AEW. It's great. What a shout out for Tony on that. He also talks about his ring name. I wanted to be Prince Peter Avalon. I wanted to write myself as a prince. It was an idea I had for a Hollywood type of character, and I just decided to run with it. If you'd like to hear what he had to say about the librarian gimmick and Leva Bates and everything else that is surrounding his career in AEW, Ryan Clark has that article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Andrew Ravens is reporting that the Dynamite viewership for last night is officially made public. Now, this week's AEW Dynamite pulled in 942,000 viewers. Now, that's down from last week's 979,000. The show did a .32 rating in the key 18 to 49 demo, which is down from last week's 0.36. Dynamite still ranked number one in the top 150 cable shows last night. Brandon Thurston and WrestleNomics reported those numbers. Now, the episode featured the Young Bucks and Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, Powerhouse Hobbs for the tag team titles. Claudio Castanoli versus Jake Hager, Serena D versus Anna Jay, Luchasaurus was in action, and AEW interim world champion John Moxley had a championship to title defense as well, as well as an Wardlow versus Orange. 
Orange Cassidy. For more information on the wrestling ratings, go ahead and continue follow Andrew Ravens and follow E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark is also writing this hour, is Ruby Soho really injured in life or is it just a storyline? Well, let's find out. First AEW New, for New Japan Forbidden Door pay-per-view event will have its own documentary that will be featuring everything. You can check out the official trailer for it below that New Japan Pro Wrestling went ahead and released. Now, All Elite Wrestling will be making its debut in Albany, New York in September. The company has announced that they'll be running the MVP Arena on September the 14th. This will be a live Dynamite and Rampage tapings. Tickets go on sale July the 22nd. It is the same arena where International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum is located. The site will be open for anyone attending the AEW event. Also as seen on this past week's AEW Dynamite, Ty Conti once again slammed Ruby Soho's arm into a car door. Now according to a report from Dave Meltzer, Ruby Soho is doing fine in real life and the injury is simply a storyline. The angle is done to get more heat on the two between their feud, especially to build up between Jericho and Eddie Kingston prior to their barbed wire everywhere match next week on Dynamite. Now with more information on Ruby Soho, the storyline between Jericho and Eddie Kingston continue to follow Ryan Clark as he will have more information trending over on E! Wrestling News. Ryan Clark's also writing in this hour, Billy Gunn announces that he has two separate contracts in AEW. During a recent viral signing with KNS WrestleFest, AEW talent and coach Billy Gunn revealed he has two contracts with All Elite Wrestling. This is similar to what Leva Bates has as she works as an on-screen talent and in a backstage role. Now Billy would go on to say, yeah, they have me under two contracts because they can't loop everything together. They can't loop the employee and the talent contracts because, well, you're a self-employment kind of deal. So in reality, yeah, I just have one contract that says, hey, you do two different things, but for some reason you can't do that in the world of wrestling, so I guess it's more of a bookkeeping thing, that's why. For more information on Billy Gunn and his status within AEW, continue to follow E-Wrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour, the first four talents are set for WWE SummerSlam tryouts, and they have been revealed. Now, earlier this summer, it was announced that WWE will be holding another set of tryouts during SummerSlam week. Now, the company will be selling tickets to this event so fans can watch the tryouts in person. WWE has announced that the first four talents that will be in attendance for the tryouts include Darian Goldborn, who is a 21-year-old signee with WWE NIL. His deal got done last month. She is a six-time All-American gymnast who competes for Auburn University in gymnastics. Now, Lavena Griffin is a track and field star for Long Beach State University, previously named Track Athlete of the Week on April the 12th, 2022 by BigWest.org. Leah Simone Mitchell is a graduate of Michigan State University who was on the gymnastics team for over five years. And Lamont McDougall, a defensive lineman for the University of Texas at San Antonio, also played football for Washington State and West Virginia. Those are the four who will be getting their tryouts during SummerSlam weekend. <clears throat> For more information about the tryouts, continue following E-Wrestling News and they will give you more information. Ryan Clark's also writing in this hour, Kofi Kingston says he doesn't know what happened to the Viking Raiders. It's a little confusing. During a recent appearance on WWE, WWE superstar Kofi Kingston commented on the Viking, Raker, Viking Raiders' recent tur heel turn. Now, several weeks ago, the Viking Raiders attacked the New Day on episode of Monday Night Raw, and this is what Kofi Kingston had to say. They used to be here, these fun-loving guys. I thought they were having a good time, but apparently over the 
past month or whatsoever, they've become serious Vikings now. So they're having to take a deal with us. They hate all the fun that we are doing right now and I don't know why. Who likes fun? Or I should say, who hates fun? seems to be the Viking Raiders. They're not really in line with the fun-loving Viking nature that I used to know about and everyone used to love. Maybe, then just more to me, but maybe it seems like they have a problem. Both Viking Raiders are incredibly talented in the ring, so from our perspective, being able to show up at work and know what you're having to do is having a good match. As far as what I'm saying is, we're going to have a great match, and we're going to have a great time. If you'd like to find out more what Kofi Kingston had to say about the Viking Raiders, continue to follow E-Wrestling News, and more will come forward. To me, it discusses her emotional reaction to when The Rock bought her a house. To me discusses the emotional reaction today. Ryan Clark writes in, during a recent episode of Out of Character with Ryan Satin Podcast, Tamina Snuka commented on her emotional reaction to The Rock buying her a brand new home and how he's impacted her life and so much more. Now, on her emotional reaction to The Rock buying her a house, Right here, I'm walking and I'm already getting emotional because the house is so beautiful. Then I look up and I see all the pictures on the walls of my daughters, my kids, those that I truly love. And when you're tired and you're having to get up and you're trying to work out and you're trying to do everything you can, you're getting up at 5 a.m. just to do cardio for 45 minutes and then you gotta do it again. And your schedule's crazy and it's hard. Sometimes you wanna stop, but sometimes you just can't. It just kicks you sometimes, no matter what. Nobody can tell you to stop. No one can tell you that you can't do it because this is how much I love this. And I love my kids and myself. They depend on me and that's why I broke down the way I did. Because I was grateful and I was happy for the place that we love. This is why I do what I do. I do it for my family and I do it for the love of entertainment. If you'd like to find out more about what Tamina had to say about the impact that The Rock has had on her career and the fact that he has graced her with a beautiful brand new home, Ryan Clark has that article trending right now over on E! Wrestling News. Eric Young is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark is writing in, Eric Young arrives in Chicago, Illinois to promote Impact Wrestling's emergence tapings. Impact Wrestling set out a press release today announcing that Eric Young himself will be in Chicago to do a media tour to promote the company's Emergence TV tapings, which will take place on August the 12th through the 13th. Now, the press release officially came out and said, Impact Wrestling brings two nights of high-energy action-packed pro wrestling to Chicago August the 12th and the 13th. Two-time former world champion Eric Young will be in Chicago on July 14th and 15th to preview the Emergence at Second City Slam. For more information on this, you can follow Wrestling E-Wrestling News, you can follow Impact Wrestling, and you can follow Eric Young for more details on this. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour for E-Wrestling News, Big E comments on possibly never wrestling again. Former WWE Champion Big E has said he is okay with the prospects of never wrestling again, given the neck injury he suffered earlier this year. Now, in March, Big E suffered a broken neck with a suplex outside the ring when it went wrong. In an interview with TMZ Sports, E was asked about his injury and if he felt confident that he'd be returning to the ring or if this would be a career-ending ordeal. He would go on to say in a quote, Yeah, I think so. Honestly, my philosophy as a human being is learning to be content with whatever life brings you. I'm so grateful to not be in a wheelchair, but if this is it, I would have to adjust my life to be in a wheelchair, and that's just how I am programmed. Now, Biggie has able to avoid surgery and will continue to train and help be a part of WWE. Now, we had found out that some of his neck is not ossifying, which means not making new bone, which is still keeping him out. He's going to be waiting another six months to a year to find out if the injury is continuing to heal on time. 
Kevin Nash is making news today. Andrew Ravens is writing in. Kevin Nash reveals a funny story of how Vince McMahon asked the Click if he could join their group. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sean Waltman, Triple H, Shawn Michaels were a backstage alliance back in the 90s, and they called themselves the Click. They were the best of friends in the back scene, and they had a lot of power over the card. Now, during the debut episode of Click, the podcast, Nash reflected on a hilarious story how Vince McMahon was discovering who the Click was, and then he asked if he could join. He would go on to say in a quote, he walked in and goes, let me ask you effing guys something right now. What's the deal with this effing click? We just sat there and we were like, oh, it's just the way it is. It's what we call ourselves because goddamn, I won in. And we all looked at him. We started laughing. If you love the business, you're in. He basically told us, you guys are basically coming up and you know what? We're going to do this thing. You want to come up with us? I'd like to come up with you as well. So that's the way it kind of went. Vince actually considered himself to want to being a part of our group. If you can find out more about this, uh, Andrew Ravens has his trending right now over on eWrestling News. WWE now is changing their format of their programming specifically for Monday Night Raw. WWE Raw will now have a TV 14 rating starting this upcoming week. Andrew Zarian of Matt Men Podcast revealed that the PG era in WWE is officially gone. WWE Monday Night Raw starting next Monday will have a TV 14 rating in the corner. Starting July 18th, WWE will have a TV 14 rating moving forward on the USA Network and and the network announced that the PG era is over. WWE first shifted to the edgier product in 1997 when business was going down and they were losing against WCW. When WWE kept the ratings going in July of 2008, they decided to go back to PG to promote more family kid friendly events. Now it's unclear whether SmackDown will have the same rating as well or if it will change. For more information, Andrew Ravens has everything on this emerging story about the changes happening on WWE programs. Andrew Ravens is also rating in at this hour. Matt Jackson suffers a stinger during AEW's Dynamite main event last night. The Young Bucks dropped the tag team championships to Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland on Wednesday's night of Dynamite in a triple threat match that also involved Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, Brian Alvarez stated on Wrestling Observer Radio that Matt Jackson was hurt in the opening moments of the match and he suffered a stinger. He would go on to say, and I quote, about, I don't know, three, four, five minutes into the match, Mac Jackson gets a stinger, Alvarez says. It's one of those things where people talk about toning things down so there aren't so many injuries. But dude, I'm telling you, 80% of these injuries on these guys are things that nobody should be getting hurt doing. It just happens. It got injured with Keith Lee and Hobbs when they were giving him a basic vertical suplex and he just fell. You can see it. He hit his ass first, and then his head snapped back, and then he grabbed his neck. With more information on Matt Jackson's injury, continue following Andrew Ravens and E-Wrestling News as they will give you more information as far as his injury and if he will be out for a period of time. Andrew Ravens is also writing this hour, WWE WrestleMania tickets are already about to go on sale next month in August. WWE announced today that WrestleMania 39 tickets will go on sale on Friday, August the 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. The event will take place uh, in April in the SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California. For more information on this, you can follow Andrew Ravens on eWrestling News on all forms of social media, and you can follow WWE on all forms of media 
as well. Thomas Lawson is writing in at this hour. AEW commentator says he doesn't know if all Atlantic title is actually really needed in AEW. AEW's Jim Ross has questioned whether the All-Atlantic Championship is actually needed in the company. The AEW All-Atlantic title was announced earlier this year and was won by Pac in last month's Forbidden Door event. On a recent episode of Jilling, Grilling JR's podcast, Ross questioned how essential having new titles in AEW really is. He would go on to say, and I quote, I don't understand the creating of a new title, the All-Atlantic title, but it doesn't matter what I understand. I'm not against it, but do we really need it? I don't know if we really do in fact need it, but I also don't think it's that big of an asset to us right now. But I also understand we are changing and we're going more international. With more information on this, continue to follow eWrestling News, and there will be more information from Thomas Lawson as this story emerges. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that gives you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling. Headlines gives you all the major headlines from all the major promotions from WWE to AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, MLW, and so much more. Remember, the podcast is available free anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and get back to the news. Thomas Lawson's also writing in at this hour, AEW star and ex-Impact division will announce that he will never wrestle again. Former Impact X Division champion turned AEW employee Sanjay Dutt has confirmed today that his wrestling career is officially over. Dutt had several runs in TNA wrestling before joining WWE as a producer back in 2019. After being released, Dutt joined AEW and has aligned himself with the brand new star Satnam Singh. While speaking to AEW Unrestricted Podcast, Sanjay asked he was asked if he will ever wrestle again. He said, There is zero chance that I will ever return to the ring. Let's put it like this. If I was fixed physically and if my body was 100%, that would be something I'd consider. But until that happens, there is no way I'm doing it. In addition to his reign as X-Division champion, Dutt was a former MLW Junior Heavyweight Champion and two-time CZW World Junior Heavyweight Champion. For more information about this, can follow eWrestling News as they will give you more details on everything that is happening. That's going to do it for the main headlines trending right now, Thursday, July the 14th, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast each and every day, so you don't have to be on your phone or on your computer looking for the headlines. We give you a comprehensive breakdown of everything that's happening in all the wrestling promotions. Also remember, it's not the only program we have. We have Front Row Material Brand that drops each and every Friday. I have interviews with the upcoming stars and the superstars of today. Those interviews are hard-hitting and captivating. We also have Overbooked, which is our book club. We take a wrestling book and we go chapter by chapter so you can enjoy the experience even more. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for listening to Headlines, and we will see you on tomorrow's episode. The world of NLP.